Previously on Dice, Paper, Roll. The Goliath hunched in werewolf form, blood dripping from his moor. Unable to control himself, he leapt and savagely attacked Thandor. Just when things were looking grim, a lone wanderer joined the fray. Florence, the barbarian dragonborn, mole held high, saved the day. Her weapon struck, thwack, upon Brackeye's head with a pulse of magical light, transforming him back to his Goliath self, avoiding a fearsome and deadly fight. Followed then a few minutes of obligatory intros and formalities. A friendly rivalry quickly emerged between the two barbarian personalities. They swiftly discerned that, conveniently, they were headed in the same direction, and thereupon agreed to travel as one, without too much more dissection. So it was they stood atop a great cliff, the drop below raised hairs, and in pouring rain, down they went, the treacherous and slippery stairs. They made their camp underneath the crag, and Thandor hunted for food. By River's Edge he met a leathery-skinned bloke who is quite the charming dude. Back by the campfire's warmth, Al revealed himself to be a were-crocodile. They spoke of shadowy portents and ill-favoured omens for quite a while, imploring them onwards in the quest for Blade, the traitorous lycanthrope. Al told them, All is not lost. Have faith! It's not yet time to give up hope! Welcome back to Dice Paper Roll. This is book two, chapter eight. My name is Emil, and I am playing Brackei, the Goliath Barbarian. My name is Dan, and I am playing Thundal, the human fighter and cleric of Tempus. My name's Greg. I'm playing Aelan, Aaron Aeon, the Asimar Sorcerer of Helm. Uh, my name is Lauren Bock, and I am playing Florence, the dragonborn barbarian. Where's a tall drink of water? And my name's Ben. I play Snatch the Alfling Rogue. And I'm also the Dungeon Master. So I play everyone else. And this is my last chapter. Yeah. Yay. Yay. Hey. I mean, I mean, oh. 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 Yeah. Nice. yeah, good call. Good call. Nice. Yeah, no. Yeah, right reaction. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I got to run a game next. Better yeah. come up with something. Yay. Yeah. Oh, Yay. sorry. I mean, oh. oh. <laughs> 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 I promise it won't be cloaca related. <laughs> oh, good, good. Then I'm not playing. Uh, scribble down cloaca notes. <laughs> like a whole separate thing. <laughs> I've got a whole, notes. That's got a whole. Oh god, that's a whole nother podcast. All right, <laughs> we're not going. Is it an official D and D product with that labelled like that? <laughs> That's my <laughs> <clock and book. laughs> oh, you put the contact on it yourself. 
<laughs> yeah, I even hand drew the cloaca uh, yeah. art. Oh, you got front. some of those those, <laughs> yeah. those cloaca stickers that are kind of puffy, you know? Puffy cloaca stickers. Yeah. Scratch and sniff. Look, I'm a bit embarrassed about my puffy cloaca. Thanks for raising it. What's it called? I'm Z- jealous. <laughs> What's it called? Xenophon's Guide to Five Different Types of Cloaca. <laughs> Xenophon, yeah, Nick Xenophon's Guide to Five Different Types of Cloaca. Yep. <laughs> a walking tour with matching wines. Uh, a cloaca tour through the realms. <laughs> and reality. And derailed already, Benny. We Sorry. haven't even gotten in through the introduction. Lucky you don't have heaps to get through, Ben. Yeah, I know, right? The other thing is Dice Paper Rolls coming to you at Adelaide Fringe Festival. We are there from the 8th of March, March until, until the, the 16th. 16th of March. I knew that bit, Danny. It's just okay. a month, all right. All right. I know. I thought Don't it was just that we were doing it in timing to get like kind of harmonies. And, we're going to be doing eight shows. They're going to be awesome. You can check out all the details on the website. Yep. And then we're at um, Melbourne International Comedy Festival too, so check out our website for that. As is Lauren. Lauren, your show Rock Out with your Bock Out. Yeah, is on for Melbourne International Comedy Festival from, uh, I think I said it last time, the 8th of April till the 21st, 14 shows in a row without a break. I'll be wow, great. That is rude. Um, yeah. well, I, I quite, yeah. I'm, I'm Man, up for the challenge. That is amazing. Yeah, that's going to be. Well, I, did, I did Edinburgh. That Wait, was having... 24 shows in a row. Whoa. Whoa. Breaks. What? Yes. What was that like? Uh, it was great until, and but far, like I got to show like number 17 and I was like, this is my life. This is what I do forever. I just get up and I do a show at 12.45 and I say the same things every day and this is what I do. And then you get to the end, you're like, oh, I could have done another week. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, no, 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 just back it up, buddy. Just grab myself by the scruff of the neck. Uh, so, no, but I, I do like it. I do. I find over time the show will uh, progress and kind of, I'm, not, I'm trying yeah, to avoid course, saying get develops. better because I do want people to come and see it in the first week. Um, <laughs> but yeah, over time. Particularly yeah. reviewers, any reviewers out yeah, there, yeah. please. Yeah, you got to. Thank you. But it can't not. It can't not. Yeah, and, and that's what I it. love about like yeah, it's, for, it's a process in itself. Like you know, you don't just write the show and get on stage, and that's the show you do every the day. Audience, you can the change audience it. that you have every night is going to be different. It's going to inform the show. That Absolutely. You're doing. Actually, my uh, my favorite like philosophy about shows is something Sammy J told me, which was, "It's not your baby, it's your bitch." Which is to like whip it into shape. Yeah, whip it into shape. So yeah, I should say nice. I'm going to be in Adelaide as well because I'm running a workshop. As well, which I should probably plug. absolutely, yeah. But it's sure. uh, it's only for artists. So anyone that isn't an Adelaide artist, uh, I'm doing a stand up comedy workshop. Um, so you, if you've like want to improve or you've never done it before, um, it's called Gaggle. So it is for women and non-binary people um, to get more comedic variety and diversity on stage. So if you are anything awesome. but a Brilliant. cis male, come at me, uh, and an artist for the Adelaide Fringe. So I think it's all on the e-news and on the calendar and the website and stuff. So Great. people should come along to that. It's free. Yeah, fantastic. Oh, yeah, awesome. Cool. Patreon. Yes, <laughs> D- Dice Paper Roll is brought to you by our very good friends, our patrons. Oh, thank you to all our Patreon subscribers. Alex Boak, Blade Douglas, Daniel King, Danielle B, Danny Carroll, Irene Cucci, Jasper. Casper Morris, Leaf Burner, Lewis Potter, Liam Sterner R, Matthew Undead Ban, Mika Wallace, Ryan Lewis, Sammy Duncan, Trent Denham, and Trevor Goodchild. 
We couldn't do it without you. Thank you so much for your support. Mm. If you want to support Dice Paper Roll and you can't make it to a live show, which we have lots coming up, then you can jump on our Patreon and subscribe that way. Just a dollar a month. Or more, if you want to. Preferably more. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's play some D&D. Yeah. So, last chapter, we met the lovely Florence, Flo for short, and uh, you climbed down some stairs and you met Al. <laughs> Classic recap. Oh, wow. Well, well, and yep, what a game it was. Quite well. Yep. I think that sums it up, right? Yeah, that was like, that's what the poem was. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. A-Land, Conqueror of Stairs. <laughs> they call me Longstrider. Oh, do they? No. They. They. Yeah. It's on his yeah. LinkedIn, that counts. Yeah, yeah. it's on my LinkedIn. <laughs> I've been endorsed three times for long striding. Thank you very much. 2012 to present. Yeah. Uh, all right. So you guys spend the night and um, Al has set up a bit of a camp for you and he's made sure that everything's safe and you all sleep restfully through the night and you wake up and you feast on more of those delicious salted meats. And mm. uh, it's, uh, yes, it's salty. Salty and chewy. He says, I have uh, I've prepared... Travel for you downriver. Oh, thanks, Ed. That was yes. thoughtful of you. Ed. My name's Al. My name is Al. Oh, sorry, Al. <laughs> yeah, I knew that. His middle name is uh, Ernest, though. Sorry, sorry, Bruce. It's Al, surely. Don't call me Charlotte. Come on, everyone. You switched, like, you went from a song to a movie there. I did, yeah. <laughs> Don't a call fatal me Shirley. mistake. Yeah, so you're going to get on the fucking thing, or...? <laughs> well, um, um, we're just a little bit in shock that you'd be so kind. Oh, oh, oh yeah. my God, are we riding your friend? Well, I was going Please, to say... Please, are we riding your crocodile friend? It's not actually a boat. You have to ride the back of my crocodile friend. Oh, my oh. God! Oh, I'm super afraid of the water at the moment, just saying. So, can I have two <laughs> crocodiles? Just so Aylan's can... already hitching up his uh, <laughs> his robe and, like, wading into the water. Yeah, Snatch is, like, trying to coax Greg the capybara onto the back. Of one. Come on, come on, Gregster. <laughs> come on, mate. He won't eat you. He won't eat you. So, wait, uh, is it more like a like a, a raft of crocodiles that are like all kind of strapped together <laughs> and it's a platform, or is it more it's a like a canoe? Swim team. Or all like holding hands. Uh, yeah. They they understand you, Thandor. They will do what you want. You can raft them together if you like, or you can ride them bareback oh. all the way down the river. <laughs> <laughs> I choose option B. <laughs> 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 oh my god. Um, wow, okay. Yep, cool. I'll hop onto a. Uh, Thandor hops onto one of the crocodiles and rides it raw. <laughs> Flo? Flo jumps onto the biggest, strongest looking crocodile, gives it a sneaky tickle behind the ears. I just feel like I'm in my 20s all over again. Brackeye attempts to stand on his crocodile and <laughs> has, his, yeah, has his hands on his hips and like looks stridently upwards. Great. Roll a dexterity check for me. Done. Oh, ac- ac- acrobatics? Yeah, it's not good, whatever it is. Three for acrobatics. The crocodile shifts with the tide and you fall into the water. <laughs> <laughs> Brackeye spits out a big geyser of water and then uh, uh, like uh, does a few really really sloppy freestyle strokes and then tries to remount his crocodile but it keeps on like spinning 
her ass. <laughs> <laughs> death, <laughs> death roll. <laughs> it's like you're trying to get onto it, but then it keeps like, yeah, He keeps trying to hop up with his left foot, but he keeps going around in a circle. <laughs> yeah. After about half an hour, uh, Al finally comes out and helps you out. <laughs> that one's broken. Yeah. <laughs> it's got an attitude problem. <laughs> sensitive to other lycanthropes. Anyway, I'll see you later. It was nice to meet everyone. Uh, Bye, Al. <laughs> Bye. As, see as Al. we sail down the, the river. Bye, Al. Bye. Bye. See you. These crocodiles are travelling really fast. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty fast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he guys... was such a nice guy. No, right? He fed us. He watered us. He, he... gave us these... Crocodile mouth. Crocodile mouth. Sick chain. Yeah, really cool. I really mean, I'm glad cool. that we definitely trusted him entirely the whole time. He gave you that tooth thing. Right. Yeah. Got yeah. A sweet, sweet chain on me now. Yeah. I mean, good. wow. Like, what a nice guy. It's lucky like, we're really insightful, so that we can very see, lucky see that what's going on deep inside a person. Yeah. 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 He gave me heaps of this salty meat. Oh, did he? <laughs> Snatch licks another piece of salted meat. Mm. I'll chew on some salty meat. (laughs) Really very thirsty work. (laughs) (laughs) So can these crocodiles speak? Thandor's going to like just tap in between like the eyes of his crocodile, like right into like the kind of like top of the skull kind of thing and be like, hey, hey, do you talk? What's your name? Who are you? Can we be friends? Um, Ed said we we could understand them. (laughs) They can understand us. Ed? Ed? Al. Al. Yes. Al. Al. They, yeah. they can understand. <laughs> My name's fucking Al, you idiot. <laughs> Crocodile's obviously not fast enough. Yeah. He's following us. Didn't realise his name was fucking Al. <laughs> <laughs> hey, pick up the pace, buddy. Um, you know, what's your name? It doesn't speak back. It's trapped in animal form. Oh. So they, they can't speak. Uh, you guys. Sorry, right. he's going to just like cling onto the back, but just like in a big bear hug. Just write it down the river like that. Just, just like, clinging on. Yeah, to just life. clinging on. Well, he doesn't like the water. He's died. Uh, he's been close to death a couple yeah, of fair times. Fair enough. So. He almost drowned a couple of chapters ago. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You guys travel down the river. Um. The rain starts up again and actually becomes quite heavy for the rest of the day. You float down the river on the backs of these crocodiles and you make camp that night. And your journey continues as such in quite heavy rain for a couple of days with just jungle drifting past on either side. And We definitely turn it back on the crocodile puns on the second night of our <laughs> I think. Yeah. Definitely the present company. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of, it's become awkward between everybody. I feel like I might have tried one and then regretted it. <laughs> a little bit of guilt. It's like, oh. Whoops. Um, unfortunately, I have never smiled at a crocodile stuck in my head the entire time. Every time you look at your crocodile, you go to smile. <laughs> so you all just end up sailing like down the river looking very serious. Like Flo's just got a big frown on, like no smiling. No, I've been, but I pulled out a fancy parasol from my rucksack and I've been kicking back with some mimosas and really getting to know my crocodile. <laughs> and we're really hitting it off, we're having a wonderful time. Just makes me feel young again. Yeah, it's quite the sight to behold, actually. I'm literally lying back on the crocodile with my legs akimbo. <laughs> Just my parasol twirling in the sun. I should have mentioned at this point in time that Flo 
doesn't wear any clothes. Is that fine? Oh, that was perfectly clear. The scales, <laughs> uh, just uh, it's part of part of the armor of her form, and uh, and she glitters as the as the rain falls upon her skin. Yeah, that's all right. There's there's a lot of nudity in this party as well. <laughs> Alan's hospital gown flaps open on cue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so for several days you float down the river, passing jungle by on both sides of the banks and off in the distance at one point you think you can see like crumbled and worn stones and maybe a like long forgotten city that you pass on by as you keep heading south and the rain stops on the fourth day and the river starts to bend round to the east and your mall is still telling you Flo that the south is the direction you want to be going in so mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. fuck me it is humid Yes, quite hot. I don't know how you do it in that armor, Dandor. Yeah, I'm so... I think you've lost about four kilos. In... I think I've lost about ten pounds, kilos. To be pounds, 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 whatever. Well, the eight pounds. Farthings, I don't know. He's Couple dropping of, those lbs. Couple yeah. of stones at least. Yeah. Yeah, Thandor's pretty gaunt probably at the moment. He's like I smell black mold as well. That mm. that doesn't smell. Oh, good. that would be me. It's a, right. Scales are hard to get underneath. Cleaning fair, purposes. Fair yeah, you're speaking to a guy with moss literally growing off him, so I hear you. You know what you're talking about. Yep. Yeah. Let's do a barrel roll, try and get in those nooks and crannies. Good idea. There's some sand here that'll do it. Yeah. As you guys. Shall we go ashore? <laughs> uh, yes. As we speak, my hand starts, my arm, long arm starts to vibrate and I can feel them all at my side and as the river is turning one way, my arm shoots up and the mall is pointing dead towards the south. Uh, just FYI, I think that we're, this is probably our final stop. We need to dismount and head in this direction. Oh, so you think we're close to the tier? Uh, the vibrations have been getting a lot stronger as we've been travelling for the last few days. Right. And oh. Brekai makes a big show of like, whoa, grabs his sword out of its its um, sheath and like, whoa, <laughs> as though the sword's leading him. And all of a sudden, the all and, oh, it's pointing right into the south. It's Your like, sword yeah, too, yeah, Brekai? Wow. Oh, you guys must be intrinsically connected yes. by some form of barbarism. Mm. The more... All of a sudden, turns and whacks the sword out of Black Eye's hands, <laughs> and then all of a sudden finds its way back to the south. Well, just did it by itself. <laughs> I think we should go this way. Black Eye goes towards the sword and picks it up, just for a bit, just to pick up your sword. Then you go back the other way, south. Yes, because <laughs> it said down. Direction. It went down, so it meant south. It means we've got a, um, a a big descent in front of us, and then we'll be able to. Climb at the top. That must be what it means. Right. Good call, Brackeye. You're the apocalypse plan master. You lead yeah. on. This way. Brackeye right. kind of sheepishly walks forward. Bye, Timmy. I got See to you later, Allah. <laughs> 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 oh, oh, faux pas. See you, Ed. It's out. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys make your way on foot? Yeah, as we head off, um, Alan casts mage armor on himself, so a shimmering sort of field appears above his hospital gown, um, just giving him some extra protection. Yeah. Since he knows we're close. No worries. So, yeah, it's probably late morning by the time you dismount your uh, crocodile companions and you head into the jungle, heading towards the south. Brecker keeps talking about the fact that the path's going to go down, even though it very, very clearly goes up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Any moment here. It's actually a false incline. It's a, 
um, visual illusion. It's just about where you're standing right. in relation to the horizon. Wow. So, um, oh, yeah. It seems yeah. like at this time of year that we're going up, but in actual fact, quite far below sea level. Wow. Mm. This way. This way. The jungle is a strange place. Yeah. As you finish saying that, you get to the top and the trees just stop. And there is, in fact, quite a large drop in front of you, a steep decline, and you look out over a ginormous crater. It's, it's huge. It goes for miles. <laughs> lots of Olympic, <laughs> lots of Olympic swimming pools. Um, it's fucking massive. You, Furlong. Yeah, it would probably take you hands. to the. <laughs> <laughs> be at least one million hands it's, across. It's a league across, <laughs> and. Everything down there is destroyed. There's no trees. There's no wildlife. Uh, this is you are at the site of the crater, and you you start to make your way down. Can I see anything in the distance? Like what's like at the direct center? If this is like a full on like clear open field. Can I see blade at all? Any kind of movement? Or what can I see at the Uh, You don't see any movement at all. You just look out over this huge area of decimation upon this immense crater. And the ground is cracked and pockmarked. There's no sign of life anywhere. Um, And in the centre, you actually can see a a deeper kind of hole, a dark tunnel that looks to be the impact point of this actual meteor. So you guys start making your way toward it and it actually takes you hours to get there the sun sets uh, as you're getting close you're getting a lot of a lot more tingling and vibrating happening uh, ah, ooh, flow. Ah, ooh, hot 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 and you hot, know uh, hot <laughs> burning hot oh yeah me yeah yep yep feel that too definitely mm-hmm. and uh, the sun sets and the shattered remnants of the moons rise up into the sky oh, as man. you guys come to this kind of long tunnel that goes down into the ground and you'd walk down that for about maybe half an hour and you come to a sort of a stone wall it seems to be this kind of pockmarked grey white stone dead end uh, deep deep down underneath is it is that the meteor Brecker gets his sword out and kind of keeps half an eye on Flo to see if, she, if hers is going to go anywhere and tries to preempt it. What does, yes, what, oh, yes, Brackeye, what does your sword oh, tell us? Where do we go? Where do we go, Brackeye? Brackeye's like kind of turning around in circles and waving it in like figure eights in front of him. Oh, it's this way! And like jumps and springs and his his sword goes towards the, the dead end and clashes into it. That's so weird because mine's stopped tingling altogether. Mine must be way more powerful than yours then. And he resheats his sword. <laughs> wow. Oh, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm starting to question about Tempest and I know. my power. I feel useless in the sight of such magic. Our gods have gifted us no talismans Nothing. of such power. Well, let me see if I can find anything. I'm usually good at finding secret doors and Snatch walks past and up to the the side of the rock and hunts around for a little while. And of course, a meteor with a secret door should have known. Oh, classic. Hey, all right, you never know. You never know, all right? Did you check it for traps? Oh, no, I probably should do that, shouldn't yeah, I? Give it, a, give it a look over. Who's going to trap a meteor? That's well, yeah, same person who put it put a trap door, door in it. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty sure it's clear. Is, is the 
pockmarked wall, the the meteor. Uh, Alan goes over and touches the meteor, tries to see if he can feel any residual heat. Or... No, it's actually cold to the touch. Ah, it's cold to the touch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Florence, you... I assumed he meant emotionally, so oh, glad to clarify yeah, that. It's very <laughs> distant. I mean, it is quite distant as well. It's not responsive. Are you wall? Are you rock? It's giving Shh. you the cold shoulder. Florence, you have this strange sensation come into your mind and there's a, a word that seems to come to mind that is, is coming from your mall and without realising it you find that you've walked right up close to the side of this wall and you utter the word Kevin <laughs> <laughs> and as that happens the rock seems to shift open in front of you and there is a passageway leading into this meteor. Bloody hell. Really lucky we met you, Florence. It really was, wasn't it? Yes. Uh, is Kevin your god? Yes, is Kevin the dragon god? Is that what it is? Because I've heard of Kelmvor, and Kevin kind of sounds like Kelmvor. Tiamat and uh, Kevin, the Kevin. dragon suitor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kevin, Kevin is not a... It's not a God, it's not. It was just in my mind. I think. Oh, it's a way of life. No, I, I think it's what. I think it's the name of my mall. It's just oh. been like this the whole time. I've never even known it was called Kevin. I mean, in my mind, I'd been calling it Morley McMall Mall, but <laughs> I guess now that we're name. here, Kevin is a lot easier to say. Yeah. But well. uh, I don't. This, it feels very familiar to me, and it's and sometimes I don't. Not often things are familiar to me. So that's a snappy name. It's got impact, mm. <laughs> Kevin. Well, we're going to stand Kevin. here and talk about your name of your mall all day. Are we going to go in this thing and find out what's going on? First things first, Snatch. Nice to meet you, Kevin. Nice uh, to meet you, Kevin. Uh, Hello, yep. my name's Thandor. Yep. Hi, Kevin. Snatch. All right, Kevin. Oh, what's that sword? Your name's Slashy McKilly Kill Bloody um, Achilles Tendon Snap McGee. <laughs> wow. That was the name of my previous mall. Oh, that's a coincidence. That's my sword's name. Oh, maybe it's your previous mall reincarnated as a sword. Mm. No, not his sword. Oh, okay. No. Um, I'm going to lick the meteor because it's cold and I'm still got salty, really salty, salty in my mouth. <laughs> yeah, um, right. and it and it tastes kind of sweet, like sweet water. It's it's tasty. It's pretty good. Okay, well, snozberries taste like snozberries. <laughs> Is licking the wall a custom for your people? Maybe Absolutely, should... it is. Yeah, oh, we should all sorry, lick the wall. Yes. Uh, uh, yeah, let's all. It's uh, absolutely not. I just wanted to see them lick uh, the wall. Uh. Bracco looks at you all in disgust and goes, oh, Goliath would never lick a wall outside of their homeland. He's disgusted by you. All right, so yeah, so Thandor's going to head on into the rock that just opened after licking it. And <laughs> um, is, can he see? Is it dark? Do I need to, you know, what, what can I see? There is a faint glow that sort of comes from the stone itself seems to emanate from the actual rock and there is a corridor going deeper 
into the actual medium. So it's kind of like dim light kind of thing, like yeah, low dim light. light sort of thing. Yeah. Yep, this and is why you shouldn't have licked it. That is radium. <laughs> <laughs> hey, lad scratches his head. A bit of hair falls yeah, out. Yeah, a big clump of hair just falls out. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Not really concerned. Oh Let's crack on. He grows another ear and then we all turn away. The, and the, walk further the neck in. beard grows back from Thandor and it's like now a tentacle. <laughs> Anyways. Gross. That doesn't happen. Uh, Flo's only really it. half paying attention. She's become very, very fixated on the glow and is walking quite rapidly towards it. Yeah, and you walk further down the hallway and you all follow her along and you come to another dead end and another name comes to your mind. Wait, wait, I got this one. Fuck nope. you. Never. <laughs> <laughs> I've got this one. Okay. No. Ernest. <gasps> Ernest. <gasps> and as that happens, you feel a lightness to your, your bodies and suddenly you are transported deeper inside this meteor. You're teleported into the middle of this chamber. A, <gasps> a huge... We just like disintegrated kind of thing, like a, a Star Trek-y kind of fucking beam me up, Scotty kind yeah, of... Yeah, kind of, yeah. And then you come to standing in the same formation you were in, in this massive chamber. Lots of feet. <laughs> in here, the light, it, it's cold. You feel cold. Your breath mists in front of your faces. And there's ledges on the sides of the walls, sort of up 20, 30 feet high. And in the middle of the room is a large, probably about seven foot oval stone, smooth. But what you actually notice on top of that, and way more importantly, is the figures that stand in front of it. So there is a floating humanoid figure wreathed in shadow, holding one hand out and has just finished destroying these items that you can see on the ground. A staff, a circlet, whatever else I said was in there. It's so mangled you can't even tell what it is. And this shadowy energy is being drawn from those and redirected with the other hand towards this oval stone. And it's crackling with this shadowy energy all around it. Blade stands there in his wear hyena form and mittens, a tabaxi monk, and two other monks as well. Half orcs, oh, left, left eye, eye, and righty. And the other one. Righty <laughs> <laughs> and the other one. Left eye and the other, the third member of TLC. <laughs> <laughs> uh, by the way, all of them have like a shadowy armour that swirls around them as well, which they didn't have last time. So you materialise in the chamber and you see all of this at once. Right, really fucked up the magic item thing, didn't we? Have they seen us? Why am I whispering? Have they seen us? As you look to see if they have seen you, Blade turns around and he says, Did you really think you could stop us? It is too late. And now you will die. I think they've seen us. I think they've seen us. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Can we roll initiative, please? Yeah! So that's... Oh, do I get black die? I'm going to go with black die. 20! Oh, nice. Advantage. Yep. Paying off. Yep. So, what'd you get? Thandor got a 17. Aelan got a 15. Natural 20 plus 1, so 21. Flo's on 12. And Snatch, 16. 
So Blade sees you and he says, Now it's time for you all to die. Get them. And a black globe of darkness is conjured right in front of them and then another one pops up in front of you guys. Uh, They're probably about 50 feet away. They leap off the little dais that they're standing on into the globe of darkness and suddenly step out of the one right in front of you. Blade leaps straight at you, Brackeye, and as he touches you, he twists a, a ring on his finger and he dimension doors you and him up onto a ledge on the side of the room while everybody else rushes and attacks you left eye uh, and right eye come straight at you, Thandor, and Snatch. And Mittens looks at you, Alan, and says, I'm going to break that pretty nose of yours. No, not the moneymaker, motherfucker! <laughs> so, we're going to start off with Brack Iron Blade. So that explains how we got to the middle of this meteorite. You use magic to teleport us. Brackeye draws his sword as he kind of circles Blade, resisting the urge to transform into his hybrid shape. His eyes dart down to the charm around your neck. I see you've been hanging out with Al, have you? I learned that it's a good idea to use protection! And Brackeye charges and (laughs) tries to make an attack. Great. Roll to hit. Can I add to that and say that Brackeye rushes in to attack and he rages as he's doing it? Uh, Yes, you can, but I need you to roll a will save as you rage. Alright, that's cool. 21 to hit, and then I'll roll my will save as well. Wisdom save. Hello, three. Three, it's a three. Uh, Feeling real wise. Yeah, you you let the rage that's building within you bubble up to the surface, but as it does, the presence that's been inside of you ever since you transformed completely takes over every part of your being and you snap and crack and pop uh, like rice bubbles (laughs) into the hybrid form and you're filled with rage. You still can make that attack against him. Alrighty. That is 15. To hit? Yep. That's a miss. And lower, 13. No, no good. 13. 13 points of damage. Brackeye rushes in and loses control, turns into his hybrid form half werewolf. His his four-quarter chops, whatever they're called, legs grow longer and his teeth (laughs) extend in a kind of canine way. And he grows hair where he didn't have hair before. And he sw- <laughs> makes a wild swipe with his claw. Makes two wild swipes with his claws, but they get deflected by um, Blade. And then he makes a bite attack and he is able to connect. He gets him right in the side of the neck. Yeah, right where you had bit him just the other night. And you tear flesh from his shoulder and he, uh, he grunts in pain. And he lashes out straight back at you with a flurry of blows. 17, 20, and 24 to hit. Yeah, they all hit. All hit. Very nice. You take uh, 23 points of damage, but while you're raging, you're resistant, uh, so you take half that. So 12 points of damage as his fists come in at a blur, almost faster than you can see, and each one of them connects one in the jaw. Uh, He kicks you straight in the, the balls as well, and then he elbows, brings his elbow up and hits you in the temple. And, uh, yeah, you're momentarily dazed. Is that the best you've got? No. <laughs> Just wait. I can change into another shape too. Ha And then he attempts to change into his full wolf, werewolf shape. Into the wolf? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
That's what he does. Go for it. You need to roll a will check, a wisdom check, to make sure you can do that in your rage. Uh, 14. Uh, <laughs> you stand there going... <laughs> and you are not able to summon the actual... Uh, yeah, you, you don't know how this works right. yet. Um, I do lose a hard stool, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's, um, that's not going to take out your full action. Do you want to attack? Ah, that's better. That is... That's 23 to hit. Yeah, that hits. Uh, I'll do my other two attacks too. Ah, 20! Yep. Yeah, 20! That's critical. And then a miss. So... So two hits, one critical. Yep. All right. 17 for the first hit. 20 for the second hit. And then... 15. 15 for this for that one. Jesus. So you just did 52 points of damage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I told you that was not my best shot. I said it wasn't. You didn't believe me, but it was. Uh, he snarls and looks at you in fear momentarily. And he says, The Dark Mistress will destroy everything you love, you fool. And he comes at you with a palm strike straight to the face. And... Hey, that's a 24 to hit. Oh, yeah. Can you roll a constitution save for me, please? 20. You momentarily, um, your body is momentarily paralysed down one side, but the presence inside you helps you shake off and you shout and howl in rage as you shake off the stunning effect of his hit. Uh, He follows up with another two hits as part of his flurry of blows, but one of them you manage to sidestep easily and the other one connects with your side. Ooh, 11 points of damage. uh, Halved to five points. Brackey. We're going to switch down for a moment to uh, Thandor. So Mittens is attacking Aelan. Yep. The two half-orcs. Right eye has come up and is attacking Snatch and left eye is right in front of you. Oh, left eye. I we said have a score to settle. That I wouldn't go chasing them waterfalls, but this time it's fucking happening. I'm going to... Uh, I think I did this pun the last time, but I don't care because I'm bringing it down on you because fuck you and fuck TLC. I'm saying it. Worth it. And how did that work out for you last time, hmm? I don't know. How did this work out last time for you? And then he's going to hit. Sure. So he is going to do a pushing attack and try and uh, knock her further away from him. Okay. Keep her at a distance. That die is going into the dice jail. And then for a bonus attack. Can you tell me what you rolled, please? I rolled a five and then it's plus another five, so it's a ten to hit. Yeah, you miss. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know that. Um, and so his glaive comes slashing down and he's like, ha ha, so you missed the waterfall, but the waterfall keeps on falling and goes <laughs> again to try and... What? <laughs> Why? Why have my dice forsaken me? You just, you just TLC and you get the karma oh, you I get. I know, I know. I don't Left really mean it heaven TLC. right now. And left eye of all, I mean, she died so young, it wasn't worth it. Um, Thandor misses. She goes, I'm well and truly still alive, dickhead. (laughs) (laughs) And she unleashes a jumping roundhouse. And, oh, that's a 19 on the dice. Uh, 23 to hit. That hits. Yeah. 
you take four points of damage as she breaks your nose. Oh. Boom, straight in the face. My nose. I got old. Oh, shit, no, I can't really fucking think about it. Whoa, I'm just got a broken nose. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Her twin sister lays into Snatch, but Snatch is able to dodge out of the way, and he attempts his signature move, uh, but she flips him off and onto the ground. Just uh, the bird and then... Thandor, you're up again. Oh, I'm up again. Yeah, yeah. Um, Fuck you, you fucking piece of shit. Well, I reckon right now... I'm going to... Hey, Tempest, how you doing, man? Um, so I was just wondering if it's not too much of a bother if you could really, like, um, just fucking guiding bolt this left eye right in front of me. Is that cool? Can you do that for me? Where's the I come... All right, wait, wait. I need to, just, <laughs> I need to put, take, take my hand away from my nose and find guiding bolt, uh, so... From the heavens, a flash of light streaks towards this creature. I have to make a ranged attack roll against your AC. Okay. So, come on, man. Please just, like, be nice to me. Come on. Four on the die. (laughs) Why is it that we're... (laughs) (laughs) You're a scrub. (laughs) 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 Oh, that was such a good burn. That was the burn. That was the best burn. I know. Well, I am a dragon. (laughs) I'm sorry, mate. Tempest does not answer your call. Fuck you, Tempest. Yeah. Uh... Left eye flips herself backwards in a backflip and connects under your jaw with another kick and your head rings as she connects and you take five points of damage as your jaw shatters up, like closes your mouth and like your teeth clack together really fucking hard. All right, uh, we're going to move along to Alan. Uh, so as Mittens comes towards me, Alan stamps his foot on the ground. No! No! You were supposed to be our friend! And his, uh, the wings burst out from his back. His uh, divine heritage comes forward. His eyes begin to glow and the golden wings beat and uh, sweep him up into the air 30 feet. And he holds his hands out. He says, it seems you didn't learn your lesson last time. Time for more electric justice. And he casts a level five uh, witch bolt. Yeah. Which I'm going to twin spell as well. So Both at her. Yeah, both at her. So two uh, arcs of electricity wind their way around his arms and then shoot out uh, towards Mittens. Does she get a save? No, it's a to hit. Ooh, okay. So. Okay. First one is 25. Yep. The second one is 11, but I'm going to use Favor of the Gods to get some inspiration on this. Oh, yeah? Yes. Goes up to 19. That's what you need. Yes! Nice. Awesome. All right. So the two bolts arc out, um, and because they're... Helm's so good. They're because they're both, they're, it's a twin level five. Uh, it's 10d12 damage. No save. What? 
10 d12, did you say? Wow. 10. What is this powerful spell? It's Witch Bolt, but cast as fifth level and with twin spell. 11. Haha, <laughs> <laughs> you did it. <laughs> oh, shit, fuck. <laughs> 21. You got me. 10 d12. You heard. <sighs> 21. Uh, and that was tw- that was 21 just in that roll, so. 42, 42 um, 49, uh, 50, 63 points of electricity damage. Fuck. Oh, Christ, shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, fuck. You, you, you fry that motherfucking moggy. You <laughs> fly up into the air and you rain electric justice down on your former companion's head and you call upon Helm's favour sensing that one of the bolts almost goes awry and he blesses you with true sight and aim and all of them crackle into her. The witch bolt fucks her right up and she drops to her knees. Her, her brindle fur all singed and she looks shocked and she's kind of shaking and breathing really heavily. She's still alive. But barely. Oh yeah, yeah, no, that doesn't stop. So the electricity continues to connect to her. Oh, okay, so next yeah, round, right. as long as I keep concentration, she takes the damage again. <laughs> Another sixty-two. Well, I roll again. Oh, you roll again. Wow. Right. Could be higher. <laughs> she grits her teeth and she throws a ball of darkness up just above you, and she steps into the one next to her and then appears like shadow steps into the darkness above you and then you just feel a, like an elbow right on the top of your head as she uh, tries to attack you. What's your armour class? With your mage armor? With your mage armor? Yeah, 17. Fuck, I rolled a 6 on the die. That's only a 13 to hit. Yes! Yeah, it, it deflects off your mage armour. She can't fly, so she, she falls to the earth and your witch bolt, like, as she shadow steps... It breaks, but it's still buzzing on your hands. So then yep. when she she lands on the ground underneath you, you now have this crackling energy in your hands and can aim it at her yeah, again. I just kick my legs up in the air and push my hands down between uh, my legs as I fire the uh, witch bolt back down at her. And she looks up and, first of all, uh, she gasps in terror at being able to see straight up your robe and your <laughs> hospital dress. And then, second of all, at the witch bolt... Flying down towards it again, no save. Uh, no, it's it's still connected, so I just yeah. do the damage again. Um, Fifteen, twenty-six. Oh, oh. <laughs> uh, forty-eight. <laughs> Fifty-eight. Um, Sixty-five points. Yeah, she's on uh, like negative. She only had seven hit points left. <laughs> She's the electricity courses down and just turns yeah. her into a black smudge on the the rock face. Yeah, she is no longer existing. Uh, so much for nine lives, eh? Bye bye mittens. <laughs> Fuck man. Um, I've flow. been thinking about that since last game. <laughs> <laughs> Florence, you, uh, you, yeah, you. What do you want to do? You can kind of leap into any point of the fight that you want. Your maul is um, 
you, you feel like this cold, numbing shock travel up your arm and you, know, you look down at your maul and you can almost see like this sort of shadow, uh, like flickers of shadow starting to twirl around its handle and around the actual head of the weapon. Oh, not today, Satan. <laughs> see you later, alligator. <laughs> Let's make this snappy. <laughs> so she... Can help people. Yeah, you can attack anyone you want to. Um, this Flo is sort looks of... comically between all three of the fights that are happening. Yeah, a part t- of her contemplates that maybe she could just go and get a snack for a while because everyone seems to be very, very busy. In fact, there's actually quite a lot of attention on her, and a little bit of it feels a little bit annoyed and kind of jealous. <laughs> But no, I should guy. probably help out and save them once again. They have been good company, at least for some of it. Especially when I've... All that salt. Anyway, um, <laughs> I think it was Thandor's looking a little bit more in trouble than... Um, I don't know about that. Like, yeah. She pities all of them. However, the one that is the most pitiful... It's that horse scrub. <laughs> Start running towards left eye from behind her. Yeah, all right. With my maul, kind of painful, kind of feel like I've got to do something with it soon or else it's going to disappear on me or something. Or do you want to rage or anything? Yeah, I will bolt straight towards left eye, tits akimbo, ready to rage. <laughs> Great. Flopping all over the place. <laughs> 11, 17. 17 wow. hits. So is it the 11 you haven't added anything on no, to? No. Oh. 11 plus 9, so 20. It's 20 and 26. They both hit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, no, oh. two ones. Eight. That's 10. So then plus 6? Yep. 16. And 6 again. 22. Plus the extra 2 from Raging... Which is plus four. Ah, uh, yeah. 26. 26. You, you, that's enough to um, send her unconscious. So uh, left eye seems to be entirely focused on Thandor at this point in time. She doesn't see me coming at all, especially because I'm making quite a lot of noise. Um, somewhere from the back of my throat, a battle cry rings out across the entire of the cavernous place. It bounces off the stone. It bounces off the ashes of... <laughs> Of mittens. Of mittens. The oily smear. Oily smear that is. He goes, hey, yes! Fucking yes! <laughs> and you realise the entire time that her posh accent was actually a put-on and she is a cockney woman. <laughs> you fucking get over here, you fucking bitch. I will fuck you up. I like this one much better. Oh. <laughs> She ratches in scrag fights. <laughs> Left eye to the ground. It's like Dr. She's Jekyll and Mrs. Flailing. <laughs> yeah, Thandor, you're She's mauling. You're still recovering, like from being kicked right in the chin, and like your vision sort of uh, you know, blackens a bit, and you're pretty dizzy. And suddenly, this silvery scaled, raging, fucking cussing barbarian. Um, she is like a tsunami. Yeah, and she pounds the fuck out of left eye in two massive hits and you crunch her in the head and it sends her almost to one knee and then you just bring the maul around and you crunch it into the base of her spine and you hear this crack 
resound through the whole chamber and she drops to the ground dead. Uh, thanks, thanks for finishing off for me. <laughs> thanks for helping Thandor. He, he definitely needed it. No, yeah, you loosened good. her up for me, mate. You're welcome. Yeah, no, it's fine. Uh, onwards! Uh, as you do that as well, by the way, um, when your maul takes the life of this monk, a brilliant white flash just erupts from the head of the weapon. And ah, moys! And My it, peepers! It, <laughs> <laughs> it does blind you momentarily, but the, ah. the maul seems to somewhat connect with this. Um, it, it just sends a beam of blinding light straight towards the big oval stone and it evaporates the shadowy energy that's twirling around it and then the stone starts to crack just hundreds of little tiny cracks and the whole thing falls apart and a dragon rears up a regal looking dragon with these uh, silvery shimmering scales and gossamer like wings and it rears back and takes in the battle scene and looks at you all and this kind of, you know that fucking, that ringing sound that you hear like in Final Fantasy when you get into like a combat? Like it's that sound. It's zing across the whole uh, battlefield and the whole room gets a whole bunch colder. Totally know that sound. Yeah. I <laughs> <laughs> never play. Anyway, no. uh, Emil will do it in post, surely. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like I could get some research to do. Uh, and um, its alien presence fills the room as this lunar dragon stares down the uh, all the fucking shadow monks who roll sevens on their saves. All right. Uh, the the mage that's floating drops out of the air onto the ground, holding his hands over his ears, and then the shadowy energy disappears from around blade and from around right eye. And is there anyone else left? No, there's not. Nope. Um, they stand there looking stupefied for a moment, um, wondering what the fuck. Brecker takes a cheap on. shot at blade. Yeah, go for it. Yeah. Otherwise engaged. Twenty-one. That hits. Yeah. 20 plus 5. 25. That's a cheap shot. Uh, nice. yeah, that's a cheap shot that um, does exactly what it's supposed to do. So how would you like to do this, mate? Oh, what's that artery called in the thigh that you bleed out Femoral. really Femoral. quick? Yeah, he like just is watching as well. And he just, he sleight of hands it and just like with his claw, just nicks the femoral artery while coldly watching on. <laughs> while they Brutal. both watch the dragon just reaches out and just slashes it. <laughs> that is a cheap shot. Isn't it? That is badass. Oh, oh, what, oh, what happened? Oh, what happened to you? Oh, oh, oh what, you're bleeding no. out. Oh, oh, I didn't see that happen. Oh, how you un- poor thing. How unfortunate. Can I do a medicine check as a werewolf? I don't oh, know. No. <laughs> yeah, Blade looks down in shock and bleeds out all over the place <laughs> and just falls to the ground, doesn't even have a witty fucking line to say. Uh, yeah, it's dead. Fucking dead. Nice work. Yay. These right. guys seemed a lot tougher last week. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right? Uh, there's still righty. There is still righty. Um, so Thanos snatch charges righty. <laughs> yeah, well, she's she's um, she's just attacking snatch in a flurry of blows, and he's scampering backwards, and he kind of manages to roll up onto his feet and throw a dagger at her, and it hits her in the thigh, but not the femoral artery. Um, Thandor, you want to? Then I was just gonna fucking. Just, is there a ledge somewhere nearby? You said, 
Is there a ledge? I don't know. Because if you miss one more time in year, throw yourself off it. <laughs> yeah, actually, that's a good point. Yeah, maybe not. Uh, Thandor's just going to fucking hit them. It's oh, Yay! It's a 21 to hit. Right. That's a hit. Yay! Thandor. The crowd rejoices. Yay! Thandor did a thing. Thandor did a thing. And it's 10 points. Two. 12 points of slashing damage. Die! Something die! I gotta kill something. Yeah, great. You slash her right down the back and she spins around and throws an elbow into your face. Oh, fuck. Oh, I only rolled a four, though. Re-breaking uh, his nose into the right position. No, oh. hate to hit. No good. She tries to throw an elbow into your face and you block it with the glaive. Yeah. Want to have another hit? Yeah, sure. Why not? Because let's just take pity on Thandor and give him a fucking cheap kill. Yay! It's a two on the dice. <laughs> She's turned around to look at you and Snatch is like, mate, can't you fucking hit anything? I'll just have to do my signature move. Then. And he jumps up and crawls up the back and you see him stab her in the eye. And she, uh, I suppose I should roll to hit, shouldn't I? Stab a character called Ryder and you stab her in the eye. I just rolled a one. Well, well, I was going to say, I was going to say, because we're both within five feet of them, so therefore technically you have advantage. Oh, yeah, that's true. Thank you uh, for telling me about my character. I rolled it too. Uh, <laughs> Don't worry, boys. I've got you. Um, Aylad fires a firebolt down towards Righty. <laughs> <laughs> Why won't you die? What's with this? This is some kind of magical being that we're dealing with here. I think, I think the dice want Florence to finish this one off. Well, I mean, a second album is always much harder than the first. That's a tough follow-up. <laughs> Uh, Flo pushes ahead and waves everyone away with a flick of her claws, gets herself upright from having pounded her sister into the dust, and is going, I always did prefer it when you were a trio. And uh, doesn't quite get the reference. It doesn't land, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, I know that reference didn't land, but I'm sure this hit will. <laughs> 13. Yeah, uh, plus, plus 9, 9 22. 22. That hits. Sure. Ha. You actually get two attacks too, but we'll okay. see if you need it. 18. Uh, that, that definitely hits. Oh, yeah, that's a hit. She incredibly easily just raises the mace and just drops it on her head. <laughs> 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 Could you roll damage for me, please, with your d6s? Six. Oh, 6. Six. Plus 6, 12. Suspense. Four. Ooh, four, 20, six, 10, 22. 22, 22, 24, 26 points of damage. Yeah, you just walk up and drop them, them all. And just right hold it aloft in the air by two fingers, <laughs> two claws. And uh, as I drop it, the mole just gains some kind of expressive power. It, it turns blue, then red, then purple again. And then all of a sudden it becomes this beautiful rainbow kind of uh, like silvery sort of moving so through beautiful. and up into the, it's like a, it's actually soothing in a lot of ways. Yes. Oh yeah. A, a small song is taken out and oh. never smell and a crack. And it just drops onto her head and her head just crushes and splatters oh. everywhere. Oh. <laughs> all this, this bloody is gorgeous. Good. I was like, the, oh, this is so pretty. And it's like, oh, I've got blood in my mouth. Oh, oh, oh there's a bit of brain. Up oh, the I other end, it. the lunar dragon opens up its maw and fires a cloud of cold gas all over this shadowy mage that's clutching his ears. And 
the mage gets absolutely frosted in this freezing cold breath weapon and then just to make sure the dragon leans down and bites his jugular straight fucking out of his neck and he did. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, we're the good guys, Mr. Dragon. No need to... He didn't even say ice to meet you. Oh, <laughs> oh missed, missed opportunity. opportunity. <laughs> oh. It's gaze settles on all of you and looks at you all and you... I'm no threat, obviously. You can okay? feel <laughs> say, I'm no threat. It rolls its eyes. <laughs> Brackeye tries really hard to transform back to Brackeye. Yeah, roll a wisdom... Oh, who knows about that? It's a 13. Uh, you feel the charm against your chest glow with heat. Uh, you get advantage. Oh. <laughs> it's a one. So what'd you get? 13. This one was way worse. Uh, yeah, uh, unfortunately. Brackeye quietly snacks on Blade. <laughs> <laughs> we mean you no harm. There's like crunching of bone and... Uh, <sighs> Sorry about him. It's not house trained. Uh, the dragon moves with the grace of a cat and it hops off the dais and walks towards the ledge that you're on, Brackeye, and it sits and stares at you. Brackeye kind of stops chewing halfway through and, like, cocks his head to one side and looks quizzically at the dragon. It flaps its wings and it flies up onto the ledge that you are on and it reaches out one of its clawed hands and puts its hand on top of your forehead and... Brekai thinks about like snarling and has a half snarl but then stops. You actually feel the presence within you retreat whimpering into some dark corner and the rest of you see this shimmering silvery white light emanate from its claw and it encompasses the whole of Brackeye's being and you actually, you, you see it trickle down from the top of Brackeye's head, down his body and then back up again and then you see it burst out along his arms and it twirls around his arms in these kinds of patterns and you feel this light surge through you and you look down at your arms and even in the fur you can see these tattoos have inscribed themselves into your skin and you transform back into your Goliath shape and there are these tattoos that wind up your arms and around your biceps and across your chest and down your torso. Whoa, that's amazing. How long did you train to do that? (laughs) (laughs) It looks at you, this alien presence sort of filling your mind and you start to hear and all of you start to hear a soft tinkling that fills the air, almost like tiny shards of broken glass that are hitting the ground somewhere and there's a kind of a fog that seems to come up from the floors of the chamber and everything gets very cold and the the sound of the tinkling glass gets louder and louder and you see these rotating bands of transparent white light start to form from the fog but emanating from the dragon Um, it almost looks like some kind of stardust and it begins to spin and pulse around the lunar dragon and they expand outward as the sound grows louder until it becomes this sustained rushing sound and your clothes, if you're wearing any, are all whipped around you uh, as a cold gust of wind accompanies the... Flo's breasts. (laughs) (laughs) I'm wearing a satchel. (laughs) Um, Kind of thumping at my side. (laughs) And it's you... literally full of squats and parasols. <laughs> and 
Your clothes are whipped around you as a, a cold gust of wind accompanies the light and the sound and the light starts to pulse faster and faster and faster and the bands become less transparent as they spin and they begin to multiply and kind of swirl all around you um, and the walls of the chamber begin to pulse in time with the light until a new sound emerges almost like sort of several tuning forks have been struck at once and it reverberates around the entire chamber and everything grows faster and louder until your vision is filled with pure white light and then nothing. And that is where we're going to finish the chapter. Yo, hey. Benny, awesome. Nice one. If your bloody mall gave your peepers a bit of a knocking around, imagine what that light would have done. <laughs> Oh, mm. my peepers now. <laughs> oh, my apple pies. Oh. Actually, it's I, it only comes out when I'm raging. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do have a little prologue that I want to put in, but I, we might just pop it on the end of the episode. That was Dice Paper Roll, book two, chapter eight, and the end of Benny's arc of the story. Well done, Benny. Thank you. Woo! Thanks, guys. Nice work, Ben. Nice time, man. Yeah. No worries. Yeah. Huge. Join yeah. us next week for another adventure. Next fortnight. Next fortnight is what I meant for episode nine or a live show, depending on what we decide. It'll be March the 17th regardless. Um, so tune in then. Uh, thanks very much, Lauren, for joining us for this. Yay. Yay. Thanks for awesome. having me. Thanks for coming on. That was so, so good. much fun. So, so good, good to have you at the table. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Florence is a great character. Yeah, very excellent. Enjoyable. She's yeah. pretty great. Yeah. That yeah. was a lot of fun. I love the, the cockney. cockney yeah. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Uh, save it for the dice session. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Save it for the patrons. Right. Yeah. All right. We'll, uh, we'll see you in a fortnight. Thanks again. Bye. 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 See ya. Dissection, uh, look into DPR. <laughs> Behind the scenes. Yeah, Florence is an awesome character. Hey, yeah. congratulations Amazing. on ending that beautiful arc in that wonderful way that you did. Yeah, Very thanks. Nice. It was really, yeah, really nice beautiful. One. Yeah. I, I would have liked to drag the combat out a little bit uh, longer, but we I were think... too busy licking meteorites. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, the, the yeah. radium Sorry. got to me. I thought um, it was good. I thought, um, I thought the way that, that you did length. the... Two rounds for each group. Yeah. Um, actually, it worked really well. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it felt like it flowed a little bit yeah. faster, didn't it? Yeah, definitely. Mm. Don't you know what it was like. You get to be in the kind of action, at least for what you're doing in that moment, for a little bit rather than it being like, oh, I get to hit. And then five turns later, that bad guy hits me again. And you're like, oh, yeah, that's right. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. It'll work much better. Yeah. I think it's worth experimenting with. Yeah, um, definitely. Because there's always definitely a change in energy when we go to combat and lots of dice rolling from mm. the shenanigans of, of pure role play. Absolutely bewildering. I've been trucking along. <laughs> I've been like, I got out my like little thing. I totally forgot you told me to do something about like them having tattoos. I totally, and I was like, this is great. We are really good. And then Emil's going, chicka pow, chicka pow. And I'm like, I haven't seen that dice before then. <laughs> it's great. It was. Uh, it was enlightening. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, like, I'm like, okay, well, you guys are going to explain it anyway, so it's yeah. fine.
Need Thanks for adding. Thanks for doing my sums. No, I was just like, I know that I noticed that you were only like just looking at the number on the dice. I don't know what I was looking at. No idea. Which would just be like, and uh, to be honest, a lot of the time when it comes to like when we do live shows and stuff like that, we just go like, I got a 15. That's it. Like, don't worry about adding numbers. And nobody got time for maths. Yeah. And so it's like, yeah. I have even less. There's (laughs) a lot of time. Yeah. There's a lot of things going on. It's just adding a few numbers together. It's not like it's hard or anything. But I do. I have numbers dyslexia. Did you know that? I probably should have said that. (laughs) That would have been helpful. Before coming on Mm. a kind of, you know, adding numbers together, I get sixes and nines mixed up. I can't remember any number at all. House numbers, not a thing. If I ha- three is weird. <laughs> three, just like- I know it looks weird too. Weird number. Weird. Anyway, so that uh, it's, it's difficult. <laughs> uh, that's we right. did very well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You did awesome. I get stressed yeah. in the pressure. It's like maths is fine, but like when everyone's waiting for me to add up, it's just I like know, suddenly. Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, I'd be able to do it if it was. I and also just, trying to keep the flow going. Not when you're going. watching. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> when, when you're trying to like, when you know that you have to add up numbers, but then also are conscious of the, like that you got to keep things moving at the same sure. time. Mm. Like when I was like, oh, I got healed earlier before, and it was like, uh, but I keep on trying to like move on, but I'm like, fuck, what was the, the the, the, a, adding I... nine to fucking that? What was that again? Oh, just give me just two seconds for God's sake! Like yeah. uh, that's why I often like players to just. Tell me the numbers they're getting because I find it usually fairly easy to mm. just add shit up. Yeah, well, I made it. I made it um, easy for you again. I'm I? so sorry about all of you. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> you have no idea so the, so last, the, 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 the last the the last time that like we had a guest. like a little prison. <laughs> the last time I had we we had a guest, but the last time that we played, I just rolled terribly, and obviously my dice still haven't forgiven me, so I may have to put them in the freezer. It's because yeah. you keep sleeping around with them, mate. You use a hundred no, different was, D20s. You no. just got to stick with one, man. I use this. I use three that are Thandor's dice. Yeah, ethical non-monogamy of dice. You, you need to That's put them in the freezer and threaten them with a hammer. They are the same dice. I have not cheating, right? I have used the same dice every single game. No difference. They're still there. Every now and then, I change it up. But like, if you're not going to roll for me, well, like, well then, fuck you. Yeah. Put them in the freezer, threaten them with a hammer. I know, that's what I'm saying. Get the one that rolled the lowest, yeah, freeze it in an ice cube, then line up all your other D20s He's on the in curb. Front of it. And, yeah, yeah. It and then get there. that one and just go bang. Have you ever done that, Greg? No. <laughs> no. A, I would yeah. never do that to my dice. That's the thing, Lauren. They you have to send me. a warning to the other dice so then they fall in line. They they okay. they respect uh, your... Tony used to be a manager and control. now he's not anymore line. because... Uh, You've got this to make an example. Ga- you have it. Can this is a problem? This is like gambling. <laughs> I don't, I don't this know. This is what you're actually an intervention. I know. You should have a chat to the staff who are working under him. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah right. They're all dead though. Well, they, were, <laughs> they got their heads bashed they in after they were first stomped. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, should we talk about the game again quickly? Sure. Uh, As opposed to incriminating daddy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was good. Given that it's the end of the, I don't, I don't want kisses on the dick or anything. No, it was fine, good. But, All right, sign off. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I don't know. Are you feeling satisfied, Emil? Are you like, uh, what, what feeling are your like thoughts? amped about his sweet fucking ink? That's what I'm feeling. Yeah, yeah. It's nice, Avatar yeah. style. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Did you get a neck tattoo. Ink. 
He's got Mate. ink. He's got a fucking cool tooth necklace. He's got a mohawk. Right. All you you got a beach bod. You got the fucking work. You're two, a beach bro. Three ears, four. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you got a back ear. Yeah. <laughs> I can't so get over funny. it. It's very funny. Yeah. I love that. Oh dear. Like Stellark. Is that the name of that? Yeah. That guy. Yeah. Installation. Yeah. Yeah. The he's ear in his, his arm. arm. Yeah. 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 But yeah. actually has a microphone yeah, in it. Listening. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yep. That's what Brackard's got in his back. That's right. I was just going to, I love, again, having not played this game before, when you guys got all like, started having an orgasm over D12. What was that yeah. situation? Oh, I well? just rolled a lot of he damage. Just, and rolled. you guys were just like, fucking, wow. How much? <laughs> oh, my what? God. Oh, fucking roll. He's rolling it again. Oh. oh, did you see that one? That one was a 12 and a 10 and oh. out of two D12s. Wow. Yeah, but I the loved thing a, is, I loved your description though as well. Oh, thank it you. Really, you know, the the wrapping of electricity coming out the arms yeah. and the, look, that's as looking that's about up the as, robe. Excellent touch. <laughs> just a gust up the robe. That that's like as strong as he gets though. Like, and yeah. that's like he can do that like once a day. But Brackeye turns out that much damage like every round, and yeah, right. and you were as well. So it's mm, nice yeah, to true. have. Uh, it's nice for the two casters to have some effect, isn't it, Danny? Oh. <laughs> oh. Sorry, mate. It's all right. It's yeah. all right. Good thing Don't you took worry. all those fighter levels. <laughs> yeah, I know. It took all those fighter levels as a fucking clear. It doesn't matter because when it comes to my turn to DM, I'll fucking kill you all. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, luckily you'll be... Um, We're a happy luck- family here. Luckily you'll be shelving Fando when you do because you won't be fucking killers with him. No. So sad be... even Tempest didn't like come to... Nothing. Nothing. No, Nothing. I know. Your God I know. has forsaken you. I know. That was the thing. I went with like, okay, no. You know what? I'm not going to try and hit him with my, my glaive. I'm going to cast a spell. That'll be better. Tempest was out drinking. Yeah, <laughs> drinking with Helm. And Tom, mm. yeah, and Tom. <laughs> Helms died time for for uh, for old Alan though, didn't he? Yeah. Oh, that saved you actually. That um, divine that divine yeah, intervention. good, huh? Yeah, yeah, because yeah, otherwise good. that half of that would have been wasted. It's like five sorcerer points or four sorcerer points. Yeah. This is when you need the Google nerd translation. Yeah, yeah sorry, yeah. yeah. I'm a little babel fish. Right. And like, yeah. That's yes. I got it is actually a kind of a nerd reference. Like, I'm very close to It is. It's to a Hitchhiker's, a... right? <laughs> yeah. Hitchhiker's yeah. Different yeah. kind of nerdom, I guess. I get this, though. Like, I am so I feel this. like, oh, I was definitely, just going to say, yeah. so it won't be the last time you play. I feel like you're, no. you're going to, you'll be playing D&D again. Yeah, yeah. 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 The yeah. grandiose descriptions and the <laughs> combat at the end. Like, you were, like, really getting into <laughs> yeah. it. Sitting up in your chair and you, yeah. yeah, it was excellent. The cockney yeah. thing just kind of like, yep, we're going with I this. Love yeah, so that was good. Amazing. And again, I sort of felt this kind of like, yeah. Yeah, that is such a good offer. Yeah, Fuck yeah. So great. You're so like nice and, you know, well spoken. <laughs> and then as soon as you rage, it's just fucking. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Right, fucking gloves yeah. off. <laughs> what you fucking looking at? Yeah. Fucking what you want some, huh? Yeah, that was Fuck that yeah. was very fun. Brilliant. So good. That was really fun. Well, it's been a pleasure having you yeah. at the table. Yeah. Thank you. Um, come again sometime. Go see Thank Lauren's so show. Yes. Uh, and you can book tickets at her website, which is... LaurenBock.com or you go to the Comedy Festival site, comedyfestival.com.au or crowded.net or anywhere, really. Yeah. Or you could just come and rock up on the night. Rock up with your... Bock up. Bock out. Bucks. <laughs> Out your, your, money. your bucks, your bucks. Your bucks. Your bucks. Your bucks. Yeah. rock your up bucks. with your bucks out. It's more than one. That would buck. be great. Yeah, yeah. 
Still very reasonably priced. Twenty-two dollar redo. Twenty-two dollar redo. Tobias. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be great. Thank Thanks you. everybody. Thanks everybody. Thank Thanks, Mike. Thank you. Thanks, Lauren. Thank Woo. you guys. Bye. Okay, so this bit is an epilogue that none of the characters see, but our audience see. Ooh. Mm. So the jungle stretches for miles and miles. It's ravaged by fallen meteorites and fires. The rain has stopped falling and humidity creeps its way back into the land. Yet it's still lush and verdant and the sounds of wildlife fill the land for miles around. Occasionally, there's a brief flash that lights the sky and a protective glow as well as a falling meteorite bursts into the shield that now lies in place above the entire land. The camera, if there was one, sweeps across all the different peoples of the land. Uh, a pack of capybaras. Uh, one, one that looks strangely familiar and transforms itself into a jungle gnome named Greg. We see Al and the crocodiles sitting very still by the river but looking very happy with the way life is. Back at the site of the cradle, the home of the were-tigers, Dammy celebrates with the lycanthropes, their members now able to resume their full shape-changing abilities. All the other lycanthrope communities throughout the jungle are now able to do the same. The fractured debris of the moons hang spread across the sky and in front of this magnificent backdrop we see the beating of shimmering gossamer wings as the lunar dragon that lay within the tear flies above the landscape and astride its back, Florence, the dragonborn barbarian, in search of her next adventure. Please just like be nice to me. Come on, it's four on the die. <laughs> Why is it that we're? <sighs> <laughs> You're a scrub. Ah. <laughs> 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 oh. That was such a good burn. <laughs> that was the, that was the best burn. I know. <laughs> <laughs>